Welcome to Heart Sounds, where we explore the spiritual life with the aim of living well. I'm your host, Steve Harper. If you've been following this series, you know that we're still in the foundational stage, and we're using the six basic questions that we learned in English class and other places, who, what, when, where, why, and how, to explore the foundations of the spiritual life. We've looked at what is the spiritual life, why is it important, and who is it for. Today, we'll be looking at where is the spiritual life lived. We'll also address the when and the how questions, but after we've looked at when and before we turn to how, which will take a bit longer, we're going to have another conversations episode where we step out of the flow and just deal with some current realities and things of interest to you. So I want to invite you now to use the Heart Sounds Facebook page to um, leave any comments uh, that I might pick up on when we do heart uh, when we do conversations uh, episode uh, phase two next week. So uh, just giving you that little heads up. But back to the where question today: Where do we live the spiritual life? As I began to develop today's uh, episode, I I thought about um, the first church I pastored out of seminary, First United Methodist Church in Roby, Texas. As I was concluding my time there and preparing uh, to move to uh, Wesley United Methodist Church in Borger, I decided to visit uh, every one of the members. It was a small church, so it wasn't that hard to do, and to ask them what they would want to say to me as a young pastor as I moved to my next appointment. What had they seen in me that they wanted me to continue what uh, had they seen in me that they hoped I wouldn't, you know, mistakes that I wouldn't repeat, and just any anything that they wanted to share with me that they thought might help me be a better pastor. To this day, I remember my conversation with Mrs. Parker. Uh, I said to the congregations on Sunday that I was going to be asking that kind of question as I visited each one of them for the last time. So Ms. Parker was ready, and after we sat down and just explained just exchanged the pleasantries. I said, okay, Miss Parker, what, what do you want to say to me that you want me to remember as I leave this church and move to the next one? And she said, well, I want you to remember a lesson I learned a long time ago. And uh, she was quite elderly at the time that we were visiting. She said, a lesson I learned a long time ago, wherever I am, God is. Wherever I am, God is. Now, I could stop right there, and uh, you'd get the point of the rest of this episode, but when we ask the question, where do we live the spiritual life? The answer is wherever we are, because God is everywhere. The spiritual life is always lived in the place called here. On the Heart Sounds Facebook page, I'm going to put some resources that will take you farther into this here dimension. I found it in Eugene Peterson uh, some years ago when for the first time he helped me see that the word Israel is a people and a place. So when we ask, where do you live the spiritual life, there's, there's always a connection 
between soil and soul, between the tangible and the intangible, between who we are and where we are. So I want to think with you briefly today just about um, six places where we live the spiritual life. And I want to begin with the one that I think is the most important. We live the spiritual life in ordinary places. I think Jesus spoke to this when he said, The kingdom of God is in your midst. Um, you don't have to go somewhere else uh, to know God. You, you, you don't have to travel to some sacred spot in order to find God. You don't have to move someplace else in order to live the spiritual life. The kingdom of God is in your midst. So, the most important thing perhaps I can say today in this episode is look for God and live the spiritual life in the ordinary places of your life. The routines, the things that, that have become familiar and commonplace. The, the people and the situations that are closest at hand for you. I would say, secondly, look for God, live the spiritual life in familiar places. Now, you may say, well, isn't that the same thing as what you just said in ordinary places? Well, it is, but it's, there's a different slant, and that is familiar places can be the places where we lose our sense of God because they become familiar. Jesus said, ask and seek and knock. So what I'm saying in this second point is, Look at the familiar places of your life, the ordinary places of your life. Look at them again. Look at them from a different angle. Ask some new questions. Seek some new things. Knock in some new ways. See, the ordinary places are the primary place where we find God, but when they become too familiar, they can kind of go numb on us when in fact they're the very places we should be looking. So look for God first in the ordinary places, and the familiar places with a second look, a deeper look. The third area I would say is look for God in intentional places. There's a word I'm going to give you here today that I'll put some notes about on the Heart Sounds Facebook page. It's called having a, pust a, a pustania. A pustania. I had to learn how to pronounce that word. It's a, it's a word out of Russian Orthodoxy that really means... Your, your quiet meeting place with God. <laughs> it, it can be any place that you associate in and around your home, outside or inside, that is just has become a sacred place for you. A pustania. Uh, Jesus talked about it in Matthew 6, going into your room and closing the door. Susanna Wesley would pull her apron over her head, and that was the signal to the children that she was in meditation with God, and they, they needed to kind of leave her alone in that moment. Jesus talked with his disciples about it in Mark 6.31 when he said, come away to a quiet place and rest for a while. So do you have some places that uh, are kind of holy ground for you? Of course, all grounds holy, I know that. Uh, in fact, I'm trying to emphasize that today. But I'm also wanting to say, do you have any places where uh, thin places, places where it's easier for you to be in communion with God. Go to those. Go to your pustanias. Go to your intentional places. Then I would say there are occasional places 
their retreats, their workshops, their opportunities that uh, bring uh, moments and occasions for us to grow our spirituality. Take advantage of those occasional places. Um, there are some not too far away from the house where Jeannie and I live that we go to occasionally. The, the, the fifth place I want to call the unfamiliar places, the places you don't know very much about. Oh, my. Uh, will we ever stop having places like that? The, you, the place where you'd say, you know, I, I don't know much about that. Maybe you're reading something, and maybe that word pustania today for, is an example. You say, I'm not familiar with that. What does that mean? Look for the spiritual life in unfamiliar places, literal places, but also um, places, an idea or, or a concept or a, an aspect of the spiritual life. The Abbey of Gethsemane in near Bardstown, Kentucky, was an unfamiliar place for me uh, for, um, for a number of years until I went there for the first time. And I've discovered in the unfamiliar places, this is where we learn. This is where we learn things we wouldn't learn if we stayed put, if we stayed only in the familiar places, the comfortable places, the safe places. You have to venture into the unfamiliar places in order to grow. And that leads me to the sixth place the challenging places, the places where you say, you know, I don't really want to go there. I don't really want to spend time in that place. I don't want to really hang around those people. Where, where do you sense resistance? Believe it or not, that's a place where you can live the spiritual life. In fact, today, it's these unfamiliar and challenging places that can often be the most important ones. So where do we live the spiritual life? We live them. We live that life in ordinary places, familiar places, intentional places, occasional places, unfamiliar places, and yes, challenging places. Mrs. Parker was right. Wherever we are, God is. As this episode draws to a close, I want to thank you for listening. I hope what I've shared today with you has been helpful. If you know of others that you think would be interested in what Heart Sounds is up to, let them know about it so they can join the journey. And turn to the Heart Sounds Facebook page for an, some expanded commentary on what we've talked about today. Be on the lookout for the next Heart Sounds episode. It's coming soon.